Well, hello and welcome to the Goat Life Podcast, the premier podcast from the folks at JB Racing Goats. In this podcast, we talk about the everyday challenges that come with raising breeding goats, as well as the fun we have while doing it. To find out more about JB Racing Goats, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or on the web at jbracinggoats.com. Just one small disclaimer, the information on this podcast is not meant to replace the advice of trained professionals. Be sure to consult your local veterinarian for any medical advice. Now enjoy the show. All right, well, welcome to another episode of The Goat Life. I'm JB. I'm Chloe. And we're here on episode 10. Do you believe it's been 10 episodes already, Chloe? No, I thought it was really less than that. Yeah, this is number 10. So um, we started doing the podcast a couple months ago over the Mm -hmm. summer whenever we were looking for goat-related podcasts of our own, and we were not really able to find any, right? Yeah. Well, we found one, one by a, a the goat doctor is a good recommended one if you're looking for another. I think she calls herself the goat doc. The goat doc. <laughs> or whatever, yes. I can't remember. Um, at any rate, but that's, that's the different field that's more like uh, kind of medical advice for goats and stuff, which is very handy, very good. Um, we try to focus more on the uh, mechanics of raising goats and having a small breeding operation like we do. So, Chloe, what, what's, what's happening in our goat lives this week? Um, well, last week, actually, last we week. Um, had brought home some of goats that we had bought. That's right, some new breeding goats. Mm-hmm. So, why don't you tell us about the goats? So, one of them was actually a goat that we had um, showed last year. Um, so, yeah, that's Clover. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she's going to be a breeding goat this year. Hopefully yeah, this year she'll be ready. Mm-hmm, yep, yep, yeah. this year. And she'll, um, not to spoil it, but she's going to be the goat of the week at the end. <laughs> so we can talk a little bit about why we picked her and uh, what, um, you know, what what she'll be doing for the breeding operation. And then the other one was? Um, we named her Jilly. Mm-hmm, Jilly. <laughs> and Jilly, um, how old is she? Um, well, she's younger than Samantha, no, not Lucy and Bruno. Yeah, she's kind of in the middle of our um, birthings, kind of uh, born mid, mid-June, mid we think. Yeah. Um, but she was uh, a goat that um, was born to the, the breeding operation, the, the Gibson show goats that we've bought our goats from. Mm-hmm. And she just was a really strong goat, so we yeah, thought she is for showing. She looks very different than our goats, and so um, I think it'll be a good addition to to showing just to have a little bit of mix. And some judges might like one better, and other judges might like another one better. So, and then after that, you know, in years to come, it's a girl, so we'll hold on to her and. As long as she does well, we'll use her for, for breeding, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So two new additions. How many does that bring us up to? What's the count? 17 goats, 17 if we counted goats. right. That's right. No, I did. I checked the the files. I was creating digital files this week, and we, we, we are up to 17. So 
that's a that's a good one. That's a good good amount of goats to be feeding. We go through a good amount of food a week now, don't we? Yeah. And um, yeah, so seventeen. All right. So uh, this week we thought we would talk about how to how to find a show goat. And we've kind of alluded to parts of this in different episodes, but when looking back, we remember how hard it was to get started <laughs> in show goats. Yeah. The first year, we just went around and visited shows and what watched other kids mm-hmm. do shows and stuff. Which was very helpful to have that experience just watching the kids. Yes, Definitely learned a little yeah. bit about it. And, you know, one of the things that we found is that we would try to talk to some parents and stuff about, you know, how showing worked. And um, it wasn't, they folks weren't real accessible. <laughs> we'll put it that way. And totally understandable. We're competing against them, right? They're living in the same areas. And so um, folks don't always like to share secrets and stuff, but... Um, we found that it was difficult to to get started, and we made some mistakes at the beginning, buying <laughs> goats too early, not looking really mm. at the pedigree of the goats and stuff. Um, and so, I think mistake one number one is thinking that you can um, make a great show goat from feed alone. Yeah, just take a goat and make it a good goat. That does not work that way. Yes, you can. There's some goats. You can exercise them and as much as you want and feed them the very best food and get a bunch of weight on it. And they're not going to do well. No. (laughs) No, because they're not the right genetics. So that's kind of step number one is you have to know how to find a goat with good genetics. So actually, let's take a step back. Talk about timing. Mm -hmm. Because that was another thing that we didn't know is like, what what about the timing? When should we buy the goat? And um, we had some guidance. I was like, well, if you want to show in your county show, then, you know, you should buy your goat X number of months ahead of that. Well, the county show here is the beginning of the season. For us, it's actually the first show. So it's not like... The last show of the season is not a terminal show. It's the beginning of the season. And so if you're you're when you go to buy a goat, don't aim for the beginning of the season to have a big full goat. You end for the end of the season when the big terminal shows are. And and what do we mean by terminal show? Um, like the big shows where they have auctions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where like you hand your goat over <laughs> and they literally auction them off and and uh, give you the auction money for it. Um, so you, that's really what you're shooting for is to have a good size and the good appropriate goat for, for that show. So don't worry about necessarily when your show begins. The shows throughout the season, the jackpot shows that we go to, they don't have any weight minimums. Yeah. Not until we get towards the end of the season when we get to our county shows and the, the prospect shows and then the, the big shows do they actually have minimum weights? And you know, your 50 pounds is generally the minimum here in Texas, and you're gonna have a 50 pound goat if you you start showing them by the beginning of the season, that's no problem. 
what you worry more about is the top. And depending on the show, it's going to be 110, 115, 125, something like that. But you, you got to make sure you don't go over the top. And um, so, yeah, so when to bind your, buy your show, goat. Um, you want to count backwards from whenever you are um, going to be showing your goat uh, for the last time for the terminal show. Um, and you, you're also going to notice that that's what everyone else is going for as well. So, you know, if you, if, if you go to look for goats and you can't find any, it might be because it's the wrong time of year for you. <laughs> now, for, for us, we show, when, when is our terminal shows? Um, like February, March, something February, like March, like we do San Antonio and we do, some people do Houston is the big one. Some people do San Angelo is a big one in Dallas. But then um, there's some people in Texas who are shooting for the state fair, which is more, um, I think it's late summer. Um, so, you know, like they're on a different schedule. People who are late who are shooting for the state fair, they're going to be buying goats in the fall. Right, mm -hmm. and f for us who are shooting for that, um, you know, post-holiday, um, the first quarter of the year, we're buying ours in the spring. So um, spring, you know, like the goats that we had now were born um, in June. Next year, we'll probably be shooting for May, just to get them a little bit bigger. But a lot of people don't buy their their sh their goats from you until. Um, right before the season starts until they need to validate, which is, you know, around here, it's the end of the summer, August, September. So that's the time of year that you're looking to buy. Okay, so back to pedigree. Um, getting a show that has the right, or sorry, getting a goat that has the right uh, look to it. Mm -hmm. So Chloe, how would you explain to someone um, what a good show goat what you should be looking for like I guess I would just tell them like some things that <clears throat> a good show goat should have like some of the qualities I guess mm -hmm. like you want them to have a nice wide chest floor um, you want them to be tall long bodied a wide back um, you want them to be muscly too mm -hmm. um, you don't really want them to be skinny mm -hmm. you want them to have some good weight on them um, those are like the basic things I can think mm. of. And then, yeah, I think beyond that, you know, like having some good muscle in the butt, looking yeah. good from behind. So a good way to think about it is, would you like to eat that animal? Yeah. <laughs> you know, if there's not a lot of meat on it or it looking kind of saggy or all fat <laughs> or something, it's not going to be a good show goat. You got to look at that and say, yes, that looks like that would be a good piece of meat. And, and that's what you're looking for. Now, when you're when they're young, it's actually really hard to see that. Like, especially if uh -huh. you're buying them. Some people buy them just because if it comes from a good line or something, they're going to want to buy them as soon as they're born. Mm -hmm. And when they're that small, you really can't see those things. They don't have a chest yeah. floor at that point. You know, their backs are skinny and everything. I mean, they've... Got a lot of baby fat on them, mm -hmm. which they usually lose when yeah. they get bigger. So you got to know about when you're buying. Like if you're buying really small, it's tough. You're kind of rolling a die. Mm -hmm. And you, you just basically got to look for good symmetry. Got to look for kind of big feet, long 
um, you know, like forearms and um, kind of some of those things that are signs look for like kind of like an open chest. Looks like it's going to fill in a lot, but it's really tough. And yeah, it's um, one thing that people always say is if the parents are on the farm that you should ask to see them too because yep. chances are they're going to look something like their parents. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Genetically, if you can look at the, the, the doe and you can look at the sire or the nanny and the sire, you'll know what about what the baby's going to look like. It's going to come out with, with parts of those. Um, another hard time is um, when most people sell the goats is when they're about ready to wean, when they're weaning mm-hmm. off their mother. <clears throat> which you can start to see good chest floors and butt size and backs and how flat and how wide the backs are and everything. But the tough thing with that is that um, they tend to be covered with baby fat, like you yeah. said, because they've been on their mother's milk all this time and then they're eating food and still their mother's milk. And so they kind of have that extra layer of fat and then you get them home and you're, they're not on their mother's milk anymore and they just, they just kind of drop, you know, they just lose all that weight and, you know, then you kind of feel like you didn't get your money's worth. But um, you can get that back, so that's not necessarily so bad, but sometimes that baby fat will be covering, you know, other negative parts of the goat that you, you don't want to see, but... Um, you know, yeah. So you, that's you, it's what you're looking for, and you gotta kind of have to know what it's supposed to look like at the age that it's at, and judge it from that. Um. So timing and genetics are important, and then um, I would say relationship is really important as well. What I mean by relationship is making a relationship with your breeder. Um, one of the advice that people gave us is, well, you got to find a goat person. <laughs> and that's true, you know. Um, you got you to find a person who kind of has gone through it. Um, you know, we found Miss Shelley, right, from mm-hmm. Gibson Goats, who um, her kids were graduating. So it was the first year that she wasn't really competing herself. And um, she kind of took our kids under her wing and helped them get ready for shows and everything, which we very much appreciate. But um, she was kind of our goat person to help us navigate this stuff. So you do want to find a goat person. And a lot of times it, it can be your breeder. Um, and when you have that relationship with a breeder, if you have a goat that gets you get it from them and the goat does well, go back to that breeder and find that same family of goat, you know, and find one that was, was like the one that you have. It's They're going to kind of be kicking out the same type of goats every year so you want to kind of have a a breeder that you like to work with now of course if you get a goat from a breeder and it doesn't do well and you know then don't go back to that breeder you know um but when you find one you're you're often want to kind of want to stick with it um one of the things that i notice as well is it's not so bad to buy um, far away from where you are. Yeah. Now, Chloe, whenever you look around the rings, like in our county, what do you think about the goats? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just see goats, good goats. I see bad goats. <laughs> yeah, you know, I see a lot of similarities. Oh, really? In goats. I mean, goats are 
There's, of course, there's similarities between no, goats. No, I'm talking species. about <laughs> genetics-wise. Uh-huh. A lot of the goats are looking the same because, like us, you know, we bought out a breeder that was in our county, and so there's other people who are breeding basically the same lines. We'll use the same sires that we do. So um, a lot of the goats kind of have those similar qualities. And so if you're competing a lot locally, you're going to be competing against a lot of goats who look like yours. And it's kind of hard for a judge when they all look about the same to really pick the ones out that he's going to send up. But if yours is a little different, a little different genetics, you know, maybe different shape or something, it can stick out from the crowd. Mm -hmm. So it's not so bad to be buying your goat from a area where um, there's not a lot of other breeding from the same line. Um, what else? What what other advice do we have for finding a goat? <laughs> oh, where do you find it? Right? Well, yeah, I guess. Well, what what would you recommend someone does if they need to find a breeder with a goat? Um... <laughs> You, you act like you never did a breeder research yourself. <laughs> I know. Your mother and I handled a lot of this. Yeah. I guess I'm going to be talking a lot this episode. <laughs> um, the Okay, so don't go on Craigslist. <laughs> no. I don't, mean, that's fine for pet goats. That's fine. It's great for pet goats. Find tons of them, as most of them are pet goats. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why you'd go to Craigslist for a show goat. Don't go to Craigslist for a show goat. I mean, you're going to see pictures. You'll be like, hmm, I, I, I like it. And then yeah. you're going to get there and they're not going to look the same. That's right. And everyone thinks that their goat's a show goat, you know, no matter <laughs> what they're breeding and everything. So don't go there. Um, also, I would warn you against buying from auction sites, which a lot of people do that. But... Um, not seeing the goat in person can be a huge mistake. Yes. Because once you learn how to brace a goat, you can make just about any goat look good for a picture. Yeah. You really want to see what the judge is going to see. You want to see them walking, see them standing from different angles and stuff like that to know what you're getting. Um, the videos are better, but... Still, the very best thing is to see that in person, even if it means driving a couple hours or five or ten hours to get to a breeder. I recommend buying them in person. Um, Okay, uh, Facebook is actually a good place to find breeders because there's a lot of breeders who are out there on Facebook and advertise and show and stuff like that and talk about their sales so I've actually found quite a few breeder communities on Facebook that we're a part of that um, have decent, um, you know, breeding stock. Um, another place is your um, 4-H office mm-hmm. or your FFA or your ag teacher. Um, a lot of times those people will have lists of breeders that are known to you know have goats for for show season and everything um auctions are not a good place (laughs) to get show goats um rarely not that you can't find that 
that jam out there. Can't even you can't ask questions in an auction. It's just like really quick. You have to make very quick decisions about the goat. So, I mean, yeah, that's good (laughs) if you're getting a bunch of goats for meat goats and stuff. But yeah, trying to you know find that one show goat. You don't know anything about its genetics. You don't know when it was born. You don't know how big it's supposed to be. You're just looking at what you're what's in front of you. So don't go to an auction. Don't go to a livestock auction to get a show goat. Now, and I'm telling you from experience of South Texas, you may say, oh, I live in Kansas or Mississippi or Nebraska and there. That's what you always go to the auctions. Great. That's that's fabulous. But from our area, our experience is that that's not always a good place to go. So um, Craigslist is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, auctions Isn't that bad. how we found Casper was on Craigslist? how we found our first one. <laughs> and That's right. he got last place um, all his shows. So. Yes. <laughs> yes, and now he's a great pet, right? Yeah, he's a great pet, but he was just not a good show goat. He's fat, though, too, like very saggy fat. Saggy fat. Yeah, see, this. that's how we know we've made these mistakes. Yeah, I would not want to eat Casper. No. He's the last goat I'd want right. to eat, probably. Yeah, and and that's how now our listeners don't need to make those mistakes because we've made them for them. You, you're all are welcome. We do our part. Um, yes, so that was before we started breeding our own, the buying goats. Well, yes, we've made those mistakes. Um, so yes, um, uh, Craigslist, no, auctions, no, um, Facebook. Yes. If you're looking through breeders, don't go yeah. and buy it off the Facebook marketplace. <clears throat> like, you know, go see the goats in person. Yes. Kind of yes. Whenever possible, go see those goats in person. You're rolling the die. You're taking a chance when you're buying them based on a picture or even on a video or something. You want to see them in person. And then always go to your ag teachers and your 4-H and stuff like that. Um, Now, I know a lot of times schools will actually arrange for goats for their kids. And they'll have breeders who bring in the goats and do uh, auctions um, or, or, um, you know, pick names out of hats. I don't know what they call it. But um, that's great, you know. Um, You you also got to be careful, too, because some people will... Be charging a pretty penny for for goats, and um, you have to you have to decide kind of ahead what you can afford. Um, look at what your potential is to earn at the end. Don't ever spend more than your potential to earn at the end. So that's our our rule of thumb. I mean, you can do whatever you want if you're just in it for the competition, but. Um, look at your potential to earn at the end of your county shows or the, your larger shows and then um, base your, your goat on that. Um, if you Sometimes you go to breeders and they will be charging upwards of five grand for a, a goat. Um, you know, you'll go to, to Craigslist and you'll see them for 200 bucks. Um, you know, you, <laughs> it's probably somewhere in the middle of those is the best place to go. But... Um, yeah, make sure that you know kind of going in what you're going to be able to afford. And if, hey, if 200 bucks is all you can afford and you're doing it for the experience and you're okay with um, kind of coming in at the bottom, um, do it. And, and you know what? Sometimes you can find less competitive shows where you can still get that same experience and do a little better with a, a cheaper goat. But um yeah, just know that there's, there's uh, people who will want to charge you a whole lot more 
and what you're probably going to want to pay. So make that decision up front. Uh, that's it. Any other advice for people buying goats? We, of um, course, you know, we, we have JB Raising Goats, which is a um, <laughs> boar goat, show goat breeder. So we would say next year you come to us if you're looking for spring-born um, goats. But, um, and we're in Maiko, in west of San Antonio. So um, keep us in mind, but wherever you're going, I want to look for those, those signs there. Anything else? Um, not that I could think of. Okay. All right. So let's close with the goat of the week. Um, goat of the week this week is clover. So you yeah. mentioned a little bit about clover already, but why don't you tell us uh, kind of a summary of how we first got clover? Um, well, it was through our goat breeder, Michelle, yeah. obviously. So we leased her last mm -hmm. year. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, she was going to be a nanny for breeding. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you, so, um, it was my little brother, Jude, mm -hmm. who was showing her. But, yeah, I mean, she did pretty good last year, didn't she? Actually, I think she did the best at the last show. Yeah, she did the I best at the so. last show. On the, at the first show, she got, um, she did... Out of me, my friends, and him, he yeah. got third. Yeah. Yeah. Not like third place. Right. Not right. as in third place, but you know, out of us three. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then, but he, because he, he was, she was small. Mm hmm. But and, that was good for him because yes. you know he's a little shorter, so it's yeah better for him to handle. Yeah, and when you have smaller kids and kids who are showing for the first time, smaller goats are much easier to manage. Mm -hmm. So that's good. We when when we say that we lease them, that's that's another thing to throw out there. If you um, are looking for kind of a way to to save money on a goat, leasing a nanny is quite common as well. And you'll just spend instead you'll spend probably about half or a quarter of what you would normally to have it, and then you can lease the nanny. But the the catch is is you 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 can't take it to a terminal show. Right, so you take it to yeah. a doe show at the end, where mm -hmm. it's not terminal, and then you give it back to the breeder at the end of the show season. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, we we had her as a show goat last year, and then when we found out that she was for sale, we got kind of excited because yeah. when we saw her grow up a little bit, she's turned into a really nice solid goat. Yeah. <laughs> so we think I did not recognize her because I just remembered this tiny little goat that um what wasn't um didn't Shelly's husband say that was his favorite mm -hmm. goat of all time that he'd yep. ever had? Shane, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's how I remembered her. So she turned out really good. So we ended up um scooping her up and got a great deal on her. So we'll use her for um breeding this fall. So mm -hmm. we'll start um, getting babies at her this fall, which I'm really excited about to see how she, um, what her babies look like. I think yeah, me will be, too. be good for next year. They'll probably be a little smaller because she's a little smaller. Mm -hmm. but I mean, I she's be... probably going to grow for a little bit mm -hmm. longer. I don't know. I can't remember how long goats grow. We should look that up we sometime. Should, yeah. But she'll, she'll be nice 
nice uh nice for breeding mm-hmm. so she's the the go to the week we'll uh, we'll get a, get a couple pictures of her and put her up on instagram so folks can see her um yeah so i think that's that's all for this show um if you want to learn more about jb racing goats you can go to jbracinggoats.com or visit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash jbracinggoats or follow jbracinggoats on Instagram uh, where we put the baby pictures, <laughs> cute baby goat pictures mainly on Instagram. Um, if you want to learn about shows in our area or what we're doing breeding-wise, go to our, our website or to Facebook there. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us for episode 10 of The Goat Life. We're really excited to reach that mile mark. So I'm JB. I'm Chloe. Thanks again. Y'all have a great week. Bye.